Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The 7 News First Alert meteorologist Eileen Whaley. Dry weather expected this Saturday. Take advantage of it. Tracking our next weather maker and rain tomorrow. High temperatures today in the upper 50s with clouds overnight. We stay in the 40s. Tomorrow, morning fog followed by showers during the afternoon and heavy rain at night. Highs in the 50s could see flooding rain overnight Friday into Saturday. I'm 7 News meteorologist Eileen Whalen in the First Alert Weather Center. It is 30 degrees in Reston, 36 degrees in Bethesda, 38 degrees on the National Mall, and it's 36 degrees outside of our studios. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning. I'm Diane Roberts. Coming up, former Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani is ordered to pay nearly $150 million to a pair of former Georgia election workers. Arlington National Cemetery takes part in wreaths across America this morning. A massive blaze engulfs a former D.C. firehouse. I'm Matt Koufax. These stories and more are coming up. It is 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Linda Kenyon. A jury has awarded Ruli Giuliani the must pay two Georgia election workers almost $150 million in damages. The former mayor of New York City and Trump attorney was previously found guilty of defaming the women. CBS's Tom Foti reports. He says he will appeal, but the one-time America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani, has lost a huge 2020 election-related defamation case and, as of now, is under court order to pay $148 million to two former Georgia election workers he falsely accused of election fraud. His reaction? The absurdity of the number merely underscores the entire proceeding where I've not been allowed to offer one single piece of evidence in defense. In fact, he did have the option to testify and chose not to. Tom Foti, CBS News, Washington. Israel is mourning the death of three Israeli hostages killed by friendly fire in Gaza City. The BBC's Frank Gardner in Jerusalem says Israel remains focused on reaching a deal to secure the release of all of the remaining hostages being held by Hamas. The Royal reports that David Barnier, the head of Mossad, Israel's intelligence agency, is going to be meeting somewhere in Europe with Qatar's Prime Minister, Sheikh Mohammed bin Abdurrahman al-Thani, to resume negotiations on a possible exchange. Gaza is a war zone. It's really difficult to rescue hostages in that situation. Time is running out for homeless migrants and their children, limited to 60 days in city housing under an order issued by New York City's mayor. Mohamed Diallo is a migrant from Guinea. We are here every day. People are here every day. Even if you get a shelter, it's for a short time, like 30 days. It means you are not, you are not even going to sleep. Because every single day, you are waiting for the guard to come to wake you up to tell you, listen, tomorrow you need to leave. You need to leave. Mayor Eric Adams says the limit on staying in the shelter system comes in response to an overwhelming number of asylum seekers crossing into the U.S. through the southern border. The house where four University of Idaho students were murdered last November will soon be gone. The University of Idaho now owns the house on King Road and says it'll be demolished December 28th. The university says this is a step forward in healing for students and the community. The area where the house is located is very dense with students, and we wanted to do it at a time when they wouldn't have to, to be there to be a part of that. And so that fell to the winter break, making the most sense. 
But the family of Kaylee Gonzalez, one of the four students killed, is asking why demolition can't wait until after trial, though that date is still undetermined. KREM-TV's Shannon Moody. This is CBS News. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 703 on this Saturday morning, December the 16th. We've got 36 degrees in Washington, high in the mid-50s today. Good morning, everybody. I'm Kyle Cooper. The top local stories we're following for you this hour on WTOP. A massive fire on North Capitol Street is finally under control this morning. WTOP's Matt Koufax says fire officials are still looking into what caused two buildings to become completely engulfed in flames. D.C. Fire and EMS Chief John Donnelly says the building the fire occurred in was built in the early 1900s as a firehouse, but had been vacant since 1987. It was in the process of being renovated as part of a complex with a neighboring building that also caught on fire. My understanding is it was there was a this was a hotel that was under construction. It took more than 125 firefighters to get this three alarm blaze under control. The building was deemed unsafe to enter after some firefighters got trapped inside. Luckily, they made it out okay. The fire was on at least two floors, probably three. Um, It did extensive damage to the buildings. The department also evacuated six nearby row houses until the coast was clear, but no other damage to homes was reported. In the district's Matt Kofi. WTOP News. And again, while that fire is under control this morning, you still may see some D.C. fire officials out there just in case that that fire sort of uh, begins to uh, smolder again. They're just going to keep a watch on it today. It's called a fire watch. They'll be out there on North Capitol Street. Just how much will the proposed sports complex for the Caps and Wizards cost Virginia taxpayers? According to the Washington Post, $1.35 billion in state and local funds. The proposed $2.2 billion arena would receive the largest ever public subsidy for a project of its kind. Virginia would also need to create a sports and entertainment authority that would issue two bond offerings. And that authority would need to be contributing an additional $300 million from existing city and state funds. The numbers are from a 37-page study by the investment bank J.P. Morgan. After the announcement, now comes the analysis. What will a move by the Wizards and Caps mean for traffic in Alexandria? Transit will be the key to getting the crowds to and from Caps and Wizards games if and when the team moves from D.C. to Virginia. Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson emphasized that in his Q&A with Delray residents this week. We would never want to see a situation where, you know, our neighborhoods would become uh, street parking for this or even for the metro in general. Wilson said there would have to be improvements to sections of Route 1 and other adjacent intersections. And he said establishing a residential parking permit program for the area near the planned sports and entertainment complex would be part of the neighborhood protection measures that will be considered. Wilson called the transportation component of the plan critical and says there's a lot of work ahead. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Breathing new life into Montgomery County. It's part of a long-term vision to make the county a leader in biotech and life sciences. Whether you live or work in Silver Spring, more changes are coming. The county signed a $100 million deal with United Therapeutics Corporation to expand drug research and organ transplants. It's another life science expansion that we've been able to handle inside the county. It represented a lot of effort to make sure that in this urban area, we can get this project to work. 
Montgomery County Executive Mark Elrich says the project will bring more jobs and housing to the area, plus a new public parking garage on Georgia Avenue and a state-of-the-art fiber hub. We've done a lot of growth right now, concentrated primarily in the Shady Grove area, but we have these opportunities in places like Silver Spring. Sandra Jones, WTOP News. For National Wreaths Across America Day, Arlington National Cemetery joins several thousand other burial grounds around the country as volunteers honor veterans by placing Christmas wreaths at the bases of their headstones and grave markers. Wreaths Across America PR Director Amber Karen says all are welcome to participate whether or not they have a loved one at the cemetery. National Wreaths Across America Day is an event. It's all across the country all year round. This year, there are 4,225 participating locations, including Arlington National Cemetery. So there are events like this happening in all these communities across the country. We're in every state, including Puerto Rico, Guam, American Samoa. Um, so we're, we're very proud to be bringing communities together across the country. And no need to have family here. It's actually we encourage you to go out with your family to learn about the veterans in your community and those families in your community that are honoring them. Wreath laying in Arlington gets started around 8 a.m. this morning, followed by a formal ceremony coming up at noon. Coming up in money news after traffic and weather, a look at what launched the markets into a new territory this week. While participants do not view it as likely to be appropriate to raise interest rates further, Neither do they want to take the possibility off the table. It's 7.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Mary DePompa in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, Kyle Cooper, we've seen some changes now on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Whatever was southbound cleared itself, and you're moving well from the Baltimore Beltway through the Capitol Beltway. Now, if you're northbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway passing 197, essentially between 197 and 198, there is a new crash. Watch your mirror's response was headed. If you're on your way to BWI Thurgood Marshall, plan ahead as well. Nothing on 95 Beltway to Beltway. That was moving pretty well. Once on the Beltway, no incidents currently reported on the Maryland side, crossing your big bridges at the Potomac and into Virginia. If you're to or from the Eastern Shore via 50, the Beltway, across the Bay, all the way through Queenstown and back without issue, even moving inside of the Beltway onto New York Avenue through Northeast, all doing well. Your 3rd Street Tunnel, 295, DC 295, they were running for a crash on I-295. It is southbound, and it's near the Blue Plains exit. Watch for responders. They were heading to scene. Across the Potomac, wreaths across America. That's happening at Arlington National Cemetery. You can anticipate crowds and delays trying to get into the cemetery off of 110 George Washington Parkway, as well as Memorial Bridge and Circle. If you're not part of said event, this may be somewhere you would want to avoid. All other Potomac crossings are available. On the Virginia side, Route 1 have not gotten the all-clear in Stafford between Cole Landing Road and Hospital Center Boulevard. Police activity had been closing the roadway. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. All right, now to 7 News. First alert, meteorologist Eileen Whalen. Starting off this Saturday morning, dry and cold, but afternoon high temperatures will reach the mid to upper 50s, so should feel pretty good and will look nice for anything that you have planned outdoors. We're dry tonight as well. Overnight lows range between 39 and 45 with cloudy skies and patches 
patchy fog developing by your early Sunday morning. High temperatures tomorrow in the middle 50s will track scattered showers through the late morning and afternoon hours. Heavy rain moving in overnight Sunday into Monday with strong gusty winds. A coastal storm bringing high impacts. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Eileen Whalen in the First Alert Weather Center. Temps around Washington right now. We've got 38 degrees at the wharf in D.C., 36 in Oxen Hill, and 29 degrees this morning in Sterling. The forecast is brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. Here is Ian Crawford. A seventh straight winning week for the markets. The Dow adds nearly a thousand points this week. The Nasdaq almost 500. We enter throttle down mode this coming week, being the last business week before Christmas, much of it dealing with home and hearth, mainly home. With home builder confidence index coming up Monday, housing starts Tuesday, existing home sales figures out on Wednesday, new home sales figures coming out on Friday. Ian Crawford, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, there's sometimes more to the story, and that's the case in the revelations this summer about a collection of brains at the Smithsonian. At the Smithsonian. The shocking update in, t- in detail is just ahead here on WTOP. It's now 712. When it's time to buy new appliances, you want to pay less. And you probably think that means heading to a big box store. But for the best appliance deals, remember, Bray beats big. At Bray & Scarf, we start with instant savings that make us competitive every day. Then we break out of the box with exclusive package rebates on top of manufacturer rebates the big box stores simply don't have. And if you do find a lower price locally, we'll match it for up to 30 days after purchase. Don't fall for the big illusion that the big box stores save you more. The better appliance deals are at Bray & Scarf. Don't miss the year-end clearance event going on now at Bray & Scarf with great deals on great appliances in-store and online. All in-stock KitchenAid dishwashers are on sale and save on Whirlpool washers and dryers. Come see for yourself that Bray beats big. Visit any of Bray & Scarf's convenient locations or shop online at BrayAndScarf.com where it doesn't cost more to get more. I was running until I wasn't. My hospital stay would have cost nearly $48,000, even with insurance. But with VA, I'll pay zero. And VA is the best, most affordable health care in America for veterans like me. Knowing that my family is waiting at home and a surprise medical bill isn't, that's good for my heart. My service was then. My benefits are now. Get what you earned. Visit choose.va.gov. Not all veterans are eligible for this hyper amount of benefits mentioned here. Life's better when we do things together, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near or with you. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. Learn more at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Coming up. Here's a lob upstairs to Coos. Tyus Jones having some fun. Best win of the year for the Wizards. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. When you donate to Goodwill, you're supporting a convenient local nonprofit that offers hope to people facing difficult barriers to employment. You're providing them with training, career development, and life skills that will prepare them for success and self-sufficiency. And you're protecting our planet by keeping millions of pounds of material out of area landfills every year. When you donate to Goodwill, you're not just cleaning out your home. You're transforming lives and communities. 
Please donate today. Visit dcgoodwill.org for a donation center near you. Meet Greg. Greg is a scammer. He impersonates your bank in text messages, emails, and phone calls so he can steal your money. But Greg is angry. Why is he angry? Because you went to banksneveraskthat.com and got scammed smart. Now, instead of paying for Greg's next vacation, your money is safely locked away in your bank account. Poor Greg. Not. Get great tips to keep your money safe from scammers and even test your scam IQ with our new quiz at banksneveraskthat.com. Go ahead. Ruin a scammer's day at banksneveraskthat.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 7.15, good morning, I'm Kyle Cooper. It was a stunning story when the Washington Post reported on it this summer. A collection of nearly 300 human brains acquired by the Smithsonian back in the early 1900s. Most of those were taken from people of color without family consent. Dozens were taken from black residents from this region. The museum still has the collection in its archives. Now the Post is out with a major follow-up to the story on who was targeted and how Smithsonian employees got resistance when they wanted to do the right thing. The Washington Post, Claire Healy, who helped report on these revelations, joined Sean and John on WTOP with the story of a woman who faced pushback when she told higher-ups that something had to be done. The woman mentioned in that article is Karen Rudar. She worked in the repatriation office in the 90s, and she reached out to us after our last publication because she did a report on the brain collection in 99 and got no reaction from Smithsonian higher-ups. And so she gave us all the notes and documents for that report. And in that were details about the names of local D.C. residents. And so we went from there and trying to figure out who this happened to and who their families were. And from her, we also learned a lot about the culture in the office at the time and the resistance that she faced. Why the foot dragging at the Smithsonian in the subsequent years here? I mean, what we've been hearing from repatriation office employees at that time and people in anthropology is that really there was a pushback from physical anthropologists who wanted to keep certain remains for further research or who were concerned about the remains leaving the museum and losing their access to research on these skeletons, human remains. And so there was a clash in the office at that time that Karen experienced and her colleagues experienced of people saying to her and her coworkers, can you try to convince the tribes to let us keep these remains? And she said when she conveyed that message, you know, in her work to tribal representatives, they were very offended by this. And so it, it really was a point of contention and in her experience and the other employees we talked to. Can you talk about that unique database that you guys have Like, who's involved there? What have you gathered in terms of information and and everything else in there? We got from the Smithsonian a spreadsheet of the 30,700 sets of remains that they have. And in our recent publication, we're making that public in a very sensitive way, very selective way. But we are making this available to the public who can look through and see where these remains came from. They came from over 80 countries and The goal there is to provide this as a resource to people who might need it or might want to look through and see where remains came from if they came from different communities and just have this as a resource. And so that is on the post website now. And for anyone listening who wants to go through it, there is detailed instructions near the database on how you can do so. But it is really organized by year and by who donated these remains and where they came from, like the state and the country. And so that is available online. That's Washington Post, Claire Healy. A quick look at the top stories we're working on this morning at WTOP. Engine 12. 
D.C. Fire and EMS battle a three-alarm fire at a former firehouse in northwest D.C. They've been on the scene all night. That fire is now under control. A jury awards almost $150 million in damages to a pair of Georgia election workers over Rudy Giuliani's 2020 election lies. Israeli troops accidentally shoot and kill three hostages held by Hamas. Keep it here for full details on these stories. In the minutes ahead, it's now 718. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to Mary DePompa in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, Kyle. And we'll go straight back to Maryland. Baltimore, Washington Parkway. The new crash. If you're on your way to BWI Thurgood Marshall, be advised. The northbound side of the parkway coming to a stop near 197. The crash is between 197 and 198. So temporary stops are possible. Joining the parkway from 198 puts you past said delay, and there's nothing on 95 or Route 1, for that matter, as an easier workaround on an early Saturday morning. If you're to or from the eastern shore, so far so good on 50, the Beltway across the bay through Queenstown and back. In Upper Marlboro on Croom Road, they're redoing the bridge on Croom Road that's over Charles Branch. So uh, various lanes blocked between 301 and Croom Station Road following official direction now here the new bridge is set to reopen first thing on monday morning into virginia we go with big roads doing okay we'll mention reese across america a lot of volume expected on 110 george washington parkway memorial bridge and circle to get into arlington national cemetery plan ahead and plan early looking to satisfy everyone in your family go to silver diner their new menu has everything from creekstone black angus steak burgers to 15 vegan entrees including dairy-free shake silver diner much more than a diner mary de pompa wtop traffic all right now to seven news first alert meteorologist eileen whalen the big weather story heading into the second half of the weekend is going to be impacts from a coastal storm so take advantage of the dry weather today we'll have a mix of clouds and sun and after a cold start afternoon high temperatures between 55 and 60. Cloudy skies expected overnight with lows in the 40s, so not as cold tomorrow morning, but we'll have some patchy fog. Tomorrow, late morning through the afternoon, scattered showers develop. Temperatures tomorrow in the 50s. We'll see some steadier, heavier rain move in late Sunday night through the overnight hours Sunday into Monday. Some drenching downpours that could lead to flooding. We could see over two inches of rain with this weather maker. Most of Monday will be dry but windy. We're on a wind alert. Gusts upwards of 40 miles per hour. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Eileen Whalen and the First Alert Weather Center. All right, 40 degrees right now in Springfield, 36 in Farragut Square, 34 degrees in Laurel. The forecast brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, one of the new Jeopardy hosts is out. It's now 721. There's a Honda for every holiday adventure. Whether it's taking in the lights with all your friends in a spacious Accord or taking in a snow day in a rugged CRV. Find your new Honda during Happy Honda Days. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2024 Honda Accord and 2024 CRV. See dealer for financing details. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. As we prepare for the birth of Christ at Christmas, we long and pray for the peace which he alone can give, especially in our world at this turbulent time. In addition, we pray for that peace within our own lives. This gift will be ours when, first, we slow down and do not allow the busyness of the season to overwhelm us. 
Second, when we find time for prayer each day, including silence so we can hear the Lord speaking to our heart. Third, making sure our priorities are in order with a proper balance of work and recreation in our life. And finally, as we are reconciled with God, family, and friends. With these steps, we will know the peace of Christ and be prepared to celebrate his birth. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the local news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. This is WTOP News. 723, an ongoing outbreak of salmonella infection linked to cantaloupe products continues to expand. There are now 302 cases in 42 states. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says three people have died in Minnesota, one in Oregon. Canada reporting 153 confirmed cases linked with the outbreak in eight provinces with six deaths. Most of the illnesses have been in young children and adults over 65, according to the CDC and the Public Health Agency of Canada. Melichita and Rudy brands of whole cantaloupe have been recalled as a part of that outbreak, as have cut fruit products sold as retailers nationwide, such as Quick Trip, Kroger, Trader Joe's, Sprouts, Aldi, and Racetrack. Mayim Bialik is parting ways with Jeopardy, but it was not her decision. The final Jeopardy category is artists. Here's your clue. Bialik posted on social media that Sony Pictures Television told her she will no longer be hosting the syndicated version of the game show. She said, I am incredibly honored to have been nominated for a primetime Emmy for hosting this year. And I'm deeply grateful for the opportunity to have been a part of the Jeopardy! family. She started sharing hosting duties with Ken Jennings back in 2021 after longtime host Alex Trebek passed away. Stacey Lynn, CBS News. Well, the queen of daytime, Susan Lucci, honored with a Lifetime Achievement Award at last night's Daytime Emmy Awards in Los Angeles. She is, of course, best known for her 40-year run as Erica Kane on All My Children. How lucky am I to dream my dreams of becoming an actress and grow up and have my dreams come true. The actress, who turns 77 next week, had been nominated 18 times in the lead actress category without winning before breaking that streak in a victory back in 1999. Are you celebrating the holidays this weekend? If you plan on drinking, you could get a free Lyft ride home. The Washington Regional Alcohol Program teaming up with the rideshare company to help make sure that you, if you've had one too many, that you can get a ride home safely. The program starts tonight, runs through New Year's Day. The offer is valid for rides up to $15. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's the update now with Frank Hanrahan. Wizards playing a little bit of defense against the Indiana Pacers, winning 137-123. Of course, they gave up 123, but a lot better than 145 and 142. They allowed the last two games. So Kyle Kuzma had 31 points. Jordan Poole, 30. Tyus Jones, a triple-double for the Wiz, who snap a six-game losing 